The professional interests and personal priorities of our hosts result in regular child development coupled with educational and brain learning conversations. Join in as Dr. Larry Mercer and Michelle Charles bring their expertise before the microphone as part of an ongoing dialogue between this father and daughter duo on Let's Build Their Brain. our top episodes is also one of my favorites and that is subtle screamers the impact of people like grandparents aunts uncles coaches teachers and neighbors can be as you said in subtle screamers something that changes the trajectory of a person's life it reminds me of the overused sometimes phrase it takes a village to raise a child but it underscores the reality that everyone in a child's field of influence can have a profound impact on their destiny We most often direct our content towards the caregivers, but we want to affirm and encourage everyone who has an opportunity to pour into the life of little ones. That has profound implications. Maybe everyone listening may fit in that category at some time during the course of their regular routine. You have the opportunity as a listener to make an impact on a child's life. Supporters don't have to only provide big, momentous moments in order to make an impact. I was thinking about the fact that for some young people, a supporter who takes care of some basic needs that Maslow talks about can be very influential. Providing items and or an environment that is clean, safe, and secure can be incredibly comforting to a child. Every person and every child deserves a clean, safe, and secure environment. Wow, that's so true. In a world where children are experiencing physical and emotional abuse, we can all make a contribution to a child's feeling of safety, being sensitive to their verbal and nonverbal cues that are feeling vulnerable and unprotected. That means we need to open our eyes and look around and ask the question, do I have an opportunity to see a child that maybe is not quite feeling safe? Maybe not quite feeling experiencing a environment, reaching in and asking the question, how can I make a difference? I was thinking about this and, and thought of taking a cue from Nana and the fact that she regularly thinks not only of her own children and grandchildren, but some other children and families that she know might need have some additional needs. So finding a good deal on things for her, whether it's clothing, shoes, backpacks, might mean some extra purchases to pass on to other little ones who might be in need of support in that area of their most basic needs. You just mentioned my hero. I'm so amazed at her selflessness. She has an uncanny knack for managing the moments in her life to serve others in simple and small ways. It's always heartwarming for me to see the smile on the faces of children. She blesses with little inexpensive expressions of love and concern. I wonder what difference we can all make if we ask ourselves the question, what, what, can I, what can I do today? How can I use the resources God has given me to meet the needs of a child in or outside my sphere of influence? With discretionary resources, even you maybe made for a cup of coffee or a cold drink or something that we really don't have to have, could make a difference, a profound difference in the life of a child who doesn't have their basic needs met. See, I think this is a very, very important point that we have the opportunity to make a difference in practical, simple ways in the lives of children. Physically connecting with the child you know is another way that someone can be a great supporter to a young person. 
Now, again, I don't think it's the financial value of the experience, but rather the fact that the young one knows that you want to hang out with them. You want to physically be around them in the room or in a setting with them. (laughs) I am reminded of the experience that you had about a highlight of one of our summers, and it wasn't one of those big moments that seemed to be the highlight for us. You know what I'm talking about? You may be referring to what I think of now as the backyard water battle. I don't know if you recall, we spent quite a bit of time on road trips, just on my speaking engagements. Quite some we took a blitz across the East Coast. We, we, we went to Statue of Liberty, we went to Libertyville, uh, we had Philly Cheesecake, New York pizzas. I think we went even tipped into Canada for a few minutes, Niagara Falls. But before we go to the trip, we had this battle in the backyard where we and water got lots of mud from soaking the ground. And when we came back from our trip, we said, I was, okay, let's debrief the summer. Let's ask the question, what was you guys' most exciting moment? Now, man, we thought about Olympic Bell, we thought about Central Olympic, we thought about Canada, and it blew our minds when we heard that the most exciting thing about that very expensive summer was a backyard battle for the one miles we had up in the attic for years. I think it's important to understand that moments don't have to be big and expensive. They can be simple, but they can make a profound impact. So yeah, moments matter, even when they're especially simple. Mm -hmm. That time spent hanging out with a person you know, the little one that you know and want to invest in, can be so meaningful, even if it seems so simple to you. I know the excitement my guy has in anticipation of or sharing and reflecting on time spent connecting with others is heartwarming to see and hear. Time with the little one can build lasting memories and connections for that child. The time can also provide the primary caregiver some support and time to take care of other necessary items, needs, or appointments that they might have. Interesting. You're taking me down memory lanes with this conversation. I think about my account with my granddad was a farmer and I especially remember those weekends at his farm and I think about the summers spending time with him and I think about mom as a single parent she got a break from caring for us and she also had a chance to relax and breathe for a moment we had some moments I'll never ever forget experiencing new things during those times with my granddad so yeah it's important to, to find ways to give those who have the primary responsibility breaks and their lives by us taking some time to care for the little ones we have an opportunity to care for. So as we're thinking about different ways to be a supporter, it can be in meeting practical and some of those basic needs. It can be in time spent hanging out with the young one you love. And then another thing I was thinking about was young people are no different from adults in that words of encouragement can make a lasting impact. I love you in any language. And any time says you matter, are important and valuable. Every child needs to hear those words at least once a day. So I think, yeah, those words are like magic. I, I love to see the look on the little one's face when I say those words. I just delight it. I put my arm around the show and say, you know, I love you, right? Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, oh, yeah. So he's taking it for granted, which is great. I don't ever, ever, ever think that he so you can one for a moment. But my love for him is unconditional, and there's nothing he can do about it. Whether those words of encouragement are, I love you, whether they're celebrating some special success with a note, with a letter, those words can be communicated on a phone call, 
the meaning can be communicated as we're hanging out on a trip to get some ice cream. The communication of love and affirmation and just being there. Again, simple acts, hugs, video messages, letting the child even overhear you talking to others about some of their character traits and accomplishments they have can be powerful moments where they are verbally hearing, experiencing, or seeing the written words of encouragement that can have a lasting impact on them. Any additional thoughts as we prepare for our brain building blocks? What you just said reminded me that intentionally depositing regular affirmation in the mind of a child will help them to insulate them from discouragement when the challenging moments of life that will come will come their way. Help them avoid self-doubt of the value of the significance of difficult times. So those routine comments are like putting deposits in a bank for a very difficult time. And we know life sometimes brings those difficult times. So it's important for us to make sure we, we take full advantage of the opportunity to use words and the lives of children that will encourage them to build them up. Well, as we share our practical and ethical ways to grow brains as we grow up in this time together, we're going to take a slightly different approach with our brain building blocks today. And we're going to be sharing three categories of ways to connect with a child. The first category is connecting across distance. You might physically be apart from that young one, but you can use calls, video calls, notes, letters, and emails, among many other ways to utilize technology to connect with the child you know and love across distance. You can also connect in the ordinary. Think about some of the simple tasks around town that you can do on practically any day. It might be a trip to the park, maybe even riding along with you in the car to get the car washed, to get the oil changed, a simple treat like a snow cone, a hot chocolate, or a candy bar are ways that you could connect with your child in an ordinary task that could happen practically any day. Connecting through gifts. Maybe you find a book based on the child you know and loves interest, some type of board game, a puzzle, a subscription or membership so they can do trips to maybe a place like a museum or a zoo. Could even be experiences, going to watch someone else do a special events, sporting events, activities that you do with them like mini golf or bowling. The options are endless. And it doesn't have to be expensive. It's just the simple act of you taking some time to be a supporter in the life of a child you know and love. Any closing thoughts? Just a simple phrase. The caring adults are master brain builders. <laughs> it's interesting to note that the research validates that fact that a child's physical, emotional, social needs are regularly met have healthier brains. So remember, when you do these things, you are joining the Master Brain Brothers Club. I encourage you to embrace that with every opportunity you get. Join us next time for more information in Brain Building Blog. Please follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Stay connected with Let's Build Their Brain via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Let's Build Their Brain Pod and on Twitter at Build Their Brain. 
thank you for checking back with us each Monday for a new episode. We hope you leave each podcast with practical and applicable suggestions to aid your endeavor of building the brains of the ones you love. Until next time, let's build their brain. Thank you.